I'm Ed Gross, and you're listening to CloserWeekly.com's classic TV and film podcast, where we celebrate the golden age of television and movies, then and now. Take a bit of moonlighting, sprinkle in some Remington steel, add a serving of Indiana Jones, and you may get a sense of CBS's hit summer action series, Blood and Treasure. The show stars Matt Barr's former FBI agent, Danny McNamara, and Sophia Pernis as master art thief Lexi Faziri, whose name I'm probably bungling. Together, they're traveling the globe to uncover a mystery that threatens, wait for it, all of civilization. In this episode, we're joined by Sophia, who you may recognize from her roles on the soap opera The Young and the Restless and the TV series The Brave. She will also be co-starring with Nicolas Cage in an upcoming film, her excitement for which, as you'll see, she's having a hard time containing. I, I want to ask where what drew you to the show. I've just done a binge watch of, of the first six episodes <laughs> <laughs> over the last two days. I just binged it like crazy. So for you, what was the draw? I mean, what made you want to do it? Besides the name. Um, yeah, really. That's some name. <laughs> I was like, all right. I mean, the name, honestly, it, as soon as you see the two words, blood and treasure, you kind of already have a feeling of where the show is going to go. Mm. And then you open the pages and you go, yeah, 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 yeah. I was absolutely right. This is where the show is going to go. And I love every minute of it. Uh, and I think that's exactly what it is. It's the adventure. It's the it's the danger. It's the adrenaline. It's the it, it's everything. It's like it, I like to say it's got flavors of of what you like to see in every summer blockbuster that you've ever loved, except we're trying to bring it to the silver screen and into your couch and 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 hopefully get you get you tuning in and, and loving every minute every Tuesday. You know, it's funny. I read some of the reviews where they were like, "Oh, this is like great as the Lost Ark and that sort of thing." But it's like, but they but you address it right in the show, you right? Just, like right. he said something. What did he? Oh, I forget the one quote he had. He gave said something to you, and you look and he goes, "Let me bet." Get that's from a movie, right? Yeah, yeah. He goes, "There's a few," or he goes, "They're digging in the wrong place." That's it. And that's then, the one. And we have we have allusions to so many movies. We have allusions to Pulp Fiction. We have allusions, and 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 we we it's a it's tongue in cheek, and I think sometimes the critics get a little. You know, get their knickers in a twist, <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just. Like, guys, just remember we're we're having a good time. We're making a TV show. What's interesting about that? You say that, but what's interesting about it is, you know, we're living in this age, right, of binge TV. Like I said, I binge the shows, right, and serialized television. But the vast majority of serialized television are these heavy, dark, twisted, conspiracy-laden yes. things. This is like a breath of fresh air in the sense of it's a serialized show. But you can relax and just watch it without saying, wait, what did I miss here? Exactly, exactly. And 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 that's what we're trying to remind people every week, that it, we we never take ourselves too seriously. And we remind you by having those allusions to quotes, by by saying we're like Indiana Jones, but referring to it every chance we get. And we, we're, I think there's another one coming up, either this this episode tonight or or next week. Um so, and that's and that's the the DNA of the show. It's like it's like you settle down. You're not gonna want to just stare into a wall blankly and and think about your life and your existent in an existential crisis like what Black Mirror does to me every time I watch an episode, where I'm like, oh my god, what's my name? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Right. What am I doing in life? Uh, so we're 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 that we're we're a beach read. We're we're popcorn. You know, we we just want to remind you that that, that it's like. Or it's a summer show, guys. Yeah. A summer show. <laughs> which has already gotten picked up for a second season, which is wonderful. I know, I right? know. We were thrilled. Oh my God, we're still we're still over the moon. We're we're all floating. No. And I and the thing I like about the pop culture pop culture references, the movie references, is the fact that it makes me feel cool. Cause it's like I'm sitting there like ah, 
I get that. Gotcha. Reference. I got that reference. Got that okay, airplane comment. I got it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> the creator exactly. of our show, Stephen, is such a is such a cinephile, along with the lead of our show. And I'm a cinephile in a different way. I haven't. I don't have a a freaking roster of every movie, sort of probably like you do in my head, where mm. I know exactly what he does, and so he he makes sure to to sort of lace those those pop culture references in every script and every chance he gets because he's like, there's someone in the audience who knows exactly what I'm talking me. about. <laughs> it's me. me. It's me. I know. I get it. You know, going back to what you said before, when you read the title and you said, oh, you know, Blood and Treasure, oh, that, I know what this is going to be. Yep. When you actually read the script and you read the character, what was the draw of the character for you? The, the empowerment of a, a strong female character like Lexi and getting to play her uh, for six months and however long I get to play Lexi in the seasons to come. But I think as a woman and, and now in this climate of, of more of stronger female characters on TV, it was such an, it was such an honor for me to get to play one of those, one of those females, because it, growing up, I always, I always wanted the opportunity to do it. I just didn't, there wasn't really that much. There was very, very comparatively to now. I mean, all you had was Xena. Uh, back yeah. then, there was there was really no. If you do look at all the Indiana Jones movies, every one of the females, from Marion to Willie, to, they were all pretty helpless. Um, Indy was the hero, and I mean, I think in was it Raiders or where? Um, no, Temple of the Lost. It, 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 it. I mean, Short Round was more useful in the movie than Willie was. I mean, she yeah. was always like, Temple "Sure, what Doom. do I do? Yeah. Sure, yeah, Temple of Doom," and right. and. And she was, and, and, and we, we love the movies and I, I'm such a huge fan of them, but there was always that moment as a woman watching those, those, those films where you're like, oh, come on, Willie, right. just, let's just run. Okay. <laughs> just put one foot in front of the other. Good for the love of God. Um, so, so with that, with that dynamic shifted in blood and treasure, it was, it was a refreshing, um, it was a refreshing take and, and it's not like Danny is. Um, that was another thing the critics were getting. It's not like Danny is just is a willy, you know. Danny, we, we both have our our respective oh, yeah. bag of skills, as I like to say. And he's he's the chess player, and I'm the I'm the one that's like, Mah? and you know, crashing through the skylight. <laughs> when he's like, listen, there's a better way to do this. Just calm down, think it through. Don't get so emotional about it. But that's the reverse, obviously, yeah. of what it's usually like. Yeah, right? exactly. Think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in fact, you guys established it right in the opening credits because, oh, so I decided to enlist a thief and then you kick in in the middle of the opening narrative saying, a master thief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, hello. Hello. Just, get it right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't dismiss me as just a thief. You know? <laughs> Has there been an, when it is a show like this, is there an opportunity for growth and evolution in the characters? I mean, how do you feel she's changed and how do you feel the relationship has changed? I've only seen the first six so far, but I feel uh, as the season unfolds, just like it is in real life, when you spend a lot of time with with a friend or a significant other, you start to adopt the better parts of their character, mm-hmm. and I think that's no different than what's happening here. I think naturally, Lexi and Danny, with how much time they spend together and how much they respect one another, they've started to sort of uh, not not copy, but in a way take the their favorite pages out of each other's books. Mm-hmm. And I think as as we go forward, I don't know how much I can disclose, but you're gonna see Lexi get get more vulnerable and and don't and she doesn't feel so um weak exposing that vulnerability. It's more mm-hmm. like, oh no, there's strength in showing that I'm vulnerable and that I care. 
and um, and and Danny gets a little bit more renegade <laughs> as the season goes because he's like, you know what? Yeah, there is a there is a certain panache to crashing through a skylight versus just walking through a door. Uh, so you're going to start seeing both of them kind of kind of walking each other's shoes, and it, and it, and it's I, I like that I like that that that, that dynamic. Absolutely. The the romance aspect of it, though, is that a tough line? I mean, look, every show like Moonlighting, Remington Steel, Cheers, I mean, will they or won't they? Will they or won't they? How, and especially on a serialized show, because those moments where you almost kiss in a serialized show become like even more repetitive in a sense because it is designed for binge watching. Yeah. How hard is it? to walk that line. It's it's tough. I mean, we ask the the writers all the time and we go, I mean, do you do you have to powwow and and really and really ruminate on when do you want Lexi and Danny to hook up because this could get old news real fast. Yeah. And then they could turn into an old married couple really quick. How do you make it fresh and exciting and 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 there really is no form it, it, it's like we're just going to see how these two characters interact and we're going to go from there. I mean, um the Casablanca episode, episode seven, when you when you finally see them sort of, you know, come together for the first time, uh, that that itself that in itself was like a both of both me and, and Matt Barr who plays Danny were like, was this too soon? Do you think this is too soon? We were both no, we were both <laughs> conjecture, and everyone's like, no, really, right. it's not. But it, there really is no formula. I mean, sometimes as an audience member, as an audience viewer myself, I'll be like, I'm I'm so tired of this, like, almost kiss. Don't kiss for yeah. three seasons. It's like, come on, guys. I mean, we're, we're still we're human at the at the end of the day. This is ridiculous. So, I I, I honestly don't know. I think, um, I think we 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 we've done it in a fresh way, and I think we're gonna pull apart in a way that's not manufactured and doesn't seem like, mm. oh God, of course we they're they're breaking up, guys. Right. You know, newsflash. Uh, so I think it's it's still it's still sexy and and, and fresh and. And binge-worthy. And also, you know, the truth of the matter is any couple, you can be making love in this moment and in the next moment want to kill each other. I mean, yeah. that happens a lot. So there's yeah. nothing unrealistic about coming together, coming apart. Well, especially a couple that are as oil and water as Lexi and Danny. I mean, they really are on opposite sides of the spectrum with so many things. And and on, on the same side of the spectrum with some things. But I think um, I think as the season goes on, they're going to realize that they're more they're more alike than they would like to admit. Yeah. How has the physical production of this show been like? Because it's certainly different, oh I think, from anything you've done before, oh isn't God. it? God, so different, completely different. I mean, the fact that we even get to shoot in some of the the cities that we we get to shoot in, and the season two, we get we're going. To, I think they told me it was Thailand because really? they want to make this Asian themed and really cool. Like sort of sort of how Tomb Raider was Cambodia, and um, we're going to show the, the just the beautiful culture down there, and just want to showcase it in a way that we did with Europe in season one and um, and Morocco, where I'm from. And it was just it was one of those things. It was it was a dream come true, like a, a pinch me moment where we're we're going to all of these places, and the production value is is insane because you're, we're going to these cities, and we're at the Trevi Fountain, looking around, going, uh, "This is this is our set today, today." The whole day at the Trevi Fountain. This is insane, you know. Um, so we were getting to to shoot in places and and, and to sites that we we never thought we would be able to. I mean, CBS really really knocked it out of the park with 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 what we were able to get away with. Um, and I think it looks it looks awesome. 
Um, Which is surprising because in not that it looks awesome, but surprising that they would do that because in this day and age where it's so easy to create a city with CG now to oh, take yeah. you know extensions and make it look like the right? city yeah. to actually go there is astounding. Really. Yeah, I mean, I think a few a few times um, people thought it was green screen and. And I was going, no, we yeah. were actually there right in front of the Vatican, you know, doing the scene. And, wow. we, we, and I mean, the writers themselves thought they were going to have to end up green screening as well. Mm. When we finally got to shoot there, they were like, wait, how did we do this? Like, how did we get away with this? I was like, I don't know, but it's great. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're staring right at the at Vatican City. No, it's great because I thought green screen myself, to tell you the truth. When no, I said, oh, there's the Vatican. Yeah. Sure it is. Yeah, no, yeah. but it is. Yeah. And for a summer show, for CBS to do that is like really surprising. Oh, yeah. Right? It's oh, not yeah. Even a, yeah absolutely. Show. How about the fighting and the stunts and all that stuff? Now, I don't know how much of that you do, but how hard is that? Because that's got to be different also. Oh, isn't God. It? I mean, all of the I'm – still, I'm still walking off a, <laughs> an ankle uh, thing I, I took. I, I overextended an Achilles heel doing all of the – my fights on on the show. Uh, there was a, a few jumps. I mean, my stunt double did some of the the crazy crazier stunts that Lexi did, like the motorcycle chase and that awesome jump from from one side of the the, the marketplace to the other. Mm. Um, but the fight scenes, I I really Matt Matt Barr and I both really insisted on doing ourselves because I think it looks so much better when the actor is doing it. I mean, yeah, you do take a few hits, but you know that's what that's what siblings are for. You know, <laughs> they build, they build character. Uh, but it was fun. It was, it was really taxing. Mm. Um, but it was challenging in a good way. I always like to challenge myself and I knew Lexi would be, would be a challenge. Um, get in And the stuff that I've done before, I feel like has kind of trained me, helped train me for, for, for the, the, some of the bigger action sequences that we had on the show. So, Yeah. What impact has a show like this had on your life professionally and personally? Because it is be- become, a, you know, it's reaching like 5 million people a week or something. Yeah. From what I understand. Well, has there been any sort of impact that you felt? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I just I get messages from women all the time and, and just walking up to this building. Um, a couple people walking up to me and going, I love your character. She's so wow. amazing. and. Okay. God, I love Lexi and 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 the empowerment that that she is. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been incredible uh, in in a way that the projects I've done before have also been. But but this one's different because because a she's a lead and and b she's just she is the female lead. So yeah. it's like she really get to see all of the layers and all of the flavors that she that she's got. Is it startling to you when somebody comes up to you and says, "I love your character," or are you used to that sort of thing by now? It's still, it's still, it's still startling. I mean, when you come up, I mean, just the the, the few people up to they came up to me today, and I was like, "Oh my god! Oh, you watch the show? Thank you! <laughs> oh, thank you! Oh my god! Right. Hello! Right. Be my friend! Come on Be in! Be my friend! What do you want to know? Let's exactly. chat. Uh, it's it's fun. It's fun. Very cool. For yourself, what was your journey? I mean, the journey from saying, hey, I think I'll be an actress to being an actress. I mean, what was how hard was it for you to break in or maybe it wasn't? God, it's tough for sure. I mean, the 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 rejections, the barrage of rejections that you get from, you know, one end of the spectrum to the other. You're not you're ethnic. You're not ethnic enough. You're you're too thin. You're not thin enough. It's like you're never enough. And. And I think that's the hardest thing to accept is, is, is like you got to shake it off. It really has to be 
something that you can you can just forget about and and not th- because if you if you let it s- sit or fester, you're yeah. never you're never gonna move forward. You're never gonna you're you're always gonna be doubting yourself and and you're never gonna be true to your work. So it was tough. It was definitely uh, a slog through all of the rejection and all of the the roles that I wanted to get and I couldn't get and. And it's just like, oh man, am I am I destined for this or am I not? Is this all in my head? You know, it's a lot of fighting in your brain. Right. From from people, actors and actresses I've interviewed over the years, the impression I get is that oftentimes it reaches a point where you're like, you know what, I'm done. It's like I can't do this anymore. Like you said, the rejection, that sort of thing. But then the moment happens. Something happens that turns it around for you. It may not even be being hired to a big job. It just may be a glimmer of hope. What is it for you? What was that thing that said, I'm doing the right thing? Well, I think uh, the first time I got to work with Danny Glover, I was 21 and I was and I was going, you know what? I I'm working with one of the greats. You know, this is this is this is what I'm supposed to do. And she was a really strong character and she was everything that I wanted to do in in this industry. Um, But I think the real moment came for me when um, I booked The Brave on NBC. And again, it was a really great. I mean, um, it was by the showrunner Dean Dragaris, who's a, who's a very good friend of mine and, and writes females so well. And when I was, um, when I was sharing the screen with Anne Heche and I was just getting to do these great scenes and I was going, you know what? I, I did it. I finally did it. And it took me a while to get to that thing. I think every actor has so many hurdles they got to overcome before they finally can go, you know what? I'm finally doing, I'm doing it, Peter, you know, (laughs) but, um, but I think that was, that was the, that one for me where I, when I, when I was playing Hannah and I I was, I was really satisfied with, with, with what I had done thus far in in my career. And has the progression been making you happy? I mean, obviously you're here now with this show. Oh God. Yes. Since the brave, I mean, moving forward, it's all been, Oh God. Yes. I mean, I just just last week I I I'm, I just got this film playing a detective with Nicolas Cage and we're shooting in Baton Rouge in in a month and I was just going and this is on the heels of the season two renewal so I was just wow. you know fist pumping and dancing and going oh my god I I'm doing it <laughs> let's let's see how much I can I can keep going before before Hollywood settles on a different flavor you are you, know? are you, yeah sure of course and they do uh, Nicholas Cage though is that are you looking forward to that working with him or oh my goodness yes but I what mean, are you gonna say no <laughs> no <laughs> I'm God, dreading, I'm it. dreading oh, God. every second <clears throat> no I, I I've always I've been a fan of Nicholas Cage for a while I mean we joke on the show all the time we're like we need to get him on the show because, right. you know, he played a treasure hunter. He played Benjamin Gates on National Treasure. So we're like, uh, we're basically doing a version of that on, right. on CBS. So maybe we can, maybe I can convince him to come on the show. Well, you'll have we'll an see. in. Fingers crossed. You'll have an in. Then. <laughs> a lot of people I'll have a month have. to convince him. Exactly. Come on. Come on, Nick. <laughs> come on. You know you want to do it. Exactly. He was so great in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I don't know if you saw that or not. No. He plays the noir Spider-Man. So he's a black and white Spider-Man in this animated film uh, from like the 40s or something. What? No, yeah. I didn't He goes, see sometimes it. I burn a match to my fingertip just so I could feel something. <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, it's so good. Yes. So oh, good. I got to watch it. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's really good. Yeah, and that and that raises another thing. You know, you, the way you're name dropping things like characters from the Indiana Jones movies and National Treasure and all that stuff. Your bio from CBS is said, oh, she's, you know, a geek girl. She's into this. She's into that. Tell me what your geek things are. What are those things that get your geek on? Oh man. Oh, that's a great question. I uh I 
used, I, I used to be a serious gamer. Um, I, t- too, too much for the lifestyle I was trying to have. I was trying to have a career and it was not doing things really? for my career. Oh God. I, 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 I never knew what an addictive personality was until I held a, a game controller in my hands. And then I realized, oh man, I have an addiction for sure. Uh, Skyrim was a game that took, took months of my life. Months, I feel like. I was, it was in a den wow. playing Skyrim and then I found destiny and then I started, Oh man, that was that was uh, an endeavor uh, for sure. Um, but Destiny and I have two I have two gaming consoles that I haven't I haven't put them away just yet. They're still they're still in the house. They got dust on them, but you know I'm trying. But they're not, there. They're there. They're there. They're there. <laughs> just <laughs> ready like, to be played. Hey, when if you ever want to come over, you know, if you want to come play, I'm here. Uh, so video games were a big thing, I think. For me, uh, to answer your question, also, I mean, like, weird. I just rewatched basically like all six seasons of Xena Warrior Princess just the other month. Wow. I'm not, you know, I, I'm 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 very strange. I, mean, I have like a weird taste in in TV. I don't. I'm not. I don't watch all TV like Stephen, uh, create one of the creators of our show, and and Matt Barr. I mean, they they've watched. I feel like like you. They've watched it all. <laughs> um, but I I do know random like random movies uh, and. Um, Stuff like from my upbringing, my dad would make me watch like film noir, Jezebel, and All About Eve, and The Big mm. Country, and everything William Wyler has ever done because he, he's incredible. And um, so, stuff like that. Also, a secret, again, I'm basing this on CBS, they put it out there a secret sci fi girl. Oh, yes. <laughs> so is sci fi one of your things? Yes, or? for sure. For sure. I love, I lo- I love fantasy and. You know, I'm I'm a huge L-O- I was about to say LOTR. Wow, wow. LOTR. Lord of the Rings. I know what that. You is. know what I mean. I, I know what. You're I, I I I just didn't want to be one of those people that that, that uses an acronym. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's thank, you. It's thank, you. It's okay. thank you. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're among friends here. <laughs> <laughs> but I love elves and orcs and all that stuff. I I'm a, I'm a, a pothead, as they call it. We were you know Harry Potter heads. Uh, been to both theme parks and I'm obsessed. I have four wands at home. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. I went so, to the theme, one theme park. Uh, so. Which the Orlando? Uh, the Orlando. And we, and it was a sci fi press tour. So they shut down the park except for us. So it oh, was like 50 of brother. us or 100 of us. We had the park tour, Stop that section it of the park. Right now. That ride. You know the ride that has like the huge line to, oh, to go on? Oh, right? there's a few. There's a few the well, Gringotts or the main one. The, the main one. Yeah. The main one. It took us five minutes to work our way through the line with nobody being online. I can only imagine what it's like for people who are trying to get in on that Holy things. moly. Imagine yeah. the whole park to ourselves, the whole I'm Harry Potter so, I am so jealous because I was not one of the special few on that day. And I was, I was, you know, one of the hoi polloi on the day <laughs> in, this, in this fateful summer day in Orlando. And uh, it was... Uh, it was a long line. <laughs> it was a long line, but I I loved every second of it because I was I was drinking butter beer and I was just I, I was actually as soon when I set foot in Diagon Alley I started crying. Did because you really? That's that's the person that I am. The transportation yeah, of like yeah. being there. As right? soon as I walked in, it was like bing 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 bing. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I was on the bridge of the Enterprise once. That was pretty cool. Oh, that was for me. That was my Harry was that Potter your, moment. That was my Harry. Was Potter that your moment. tears in your eyes moment? Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, oh that's a big moment that for was. sure. I was like, "There's the seat. It's right there." <laughs> <laughs> Can almost taste it. 
<laughs> maybe not want to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe in any not. Case, Old leather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so any like you're talking about Harry Potter, you're talking about uh, whatever we talked about. Any other elements of, of that genre that sort of really grabs you? Um, I think, I mean, I, I think I've, I've mentioned it all. Lord of the Rings, yeah. Harry Potter. L-O-T-R. L-O-T-R. Thank you for correcting me. I, I thank you for giving me the... <laughs> <laughs> no permission to use acronyms please, here. Please. Thank you. L-O-T-R. I'm going to go back to L-O-T-R. Uh, but yeah, I, I've I've just uh, obsessed, obsessed. I, w- I wanted to be a wizard and, you know, and I still do. Let's not kid ourselves here. Hey, you can still do it. You're I, young. I still, you I still have time. <laughs> Plenty of time. I still have time to be accepted into Hogwarts. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you keep that anyone, dream going. For anyone who's listening. <laughs> for the audience that doesn't know what this show is, sort of, What's your description? Your what can they expect? Why should they watch this show? I would say watch this show because you will feel good every time you finish an episode, and I think that's the best way to describe. You're, you're going to go on a you're going to go on a ride. We're going to take you around the world, and you're going to have fun. You're going to get the the little nuggets of pop culture we leave for you if you do and you're going to feel it's like an interactive experience with with the the cast and the the cast of characters and the, and the show itself and yeah it's it's like um it's like a summer blockbuster for your for your living room or your bedroom or wherever you want to watch this and and you're just going to have a great time let me, let me ask also ask you this which I meant to ask before you see the title blood and treasure as we talked about you, so you have an expectation of what this show is going to be based mm-hmm. on what you read, based on reading that script. What has the expectation been compared to the reality of actually shooting the show? I think th- this is one of those rare occurrences where there was an almost complete eclipse of of where my expectations were with what I wanted, with what, what, what reality actually was. Uh, because like I was saying before, I had no idea that we were going to get to get to shoot in some of these places that we got to shoot in. I mean, you're looking at the the, the scripts and you're seeing, oh, you, you know, the, Danny and Lexi are here. And you're like, we're not there. Come on. Uh, quit, and lying. Then, quit lying. Quit lying. And then, and then we're there and we're just looking at each other and going, uh, well, I'm a monkey's uncle. I mean, good <laughs> Lord. Here, here we are in the in, at the Trevi Fountain and all of these other places that we were in this America in the center smack center of this crazy souk in Medina and where Men in Black had just shot and John Wick had just shot and uh, so it was it was insane it was actually an insane surreal experience and I we I just can't believe we get to do it again and in, in, in Thailand I mean come on this is ins- I mean I'm I'm just so excited. To, to, to get to to travel the world with people that I love and, and a script that I love to do and a character I can't wait to jump back into. So, yeah. Is TV more uh, fulfilling than movies? Are they two different things? Are they the same to you? How do you view the... That's such a good question. I think it, it, it's, it's, it depends mm-hmm. on such a big scale on what kind of TV you're doing. I mean, for, whether it's a procedural or, or something else, you know. Um, but very much so, like this this movie that I, I I just booked playing a detective. I'm so excited, and I know I'm going to be super fulfilled doing that. But but then at the same time, I have I was just having this conversation with Matt Barr where I went, oh my god, can you imagine if we get to do seven seasons of the show? I'll never be bored. You'll never be bored because 
we're, we're, we're shooting this show sort of like it's an anthology. So every, every it's like Indiana Jones, every installment is something completely every different. Every season is a different every story. Every season like. is a different story. So season two, we're, we're going to take you to Thailand and Russia and all of these other places. And um, so we hope you as an audience viewer are, 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 are bored because we are not bored. You know, they're constantly giving us flaming hoops of fire to jump through. And different things to keep us interested and entertained. So the viewers entertained. And I think both of those things are, are a relationship that we want to sustain. And so I think for this, very, as I said, it, as it depends, in this instance, it's it's both are fulfilling. Because sometimes I would say movies are more fulfilling because right. you get to you get to play these crazy characters and it's for uh, sometimes a month to six months depending Take your time on if you're material. Marvel or if you're an indie and – um, you get to take, yeah, get to take your time and build a character and then, and then say goodbye to that character if it's not a trilogy or a sequel and, and, and start something new. So you never get bored if, right. if you're a film actor. But I think with this, with the, with this show, you get to, you get to do so many things. Do you have a, have you mapped out a plan for yourself? Do you go by the seat of your pants a little bit? I mean, how do you uh, the, the, the latter yeah. to, to be sure I'm, I'm definitely. I'm a gunslinger, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, li- I like to live that way. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely one of those people where you, you have no idea what you're getting from one day. That makes me sound like, a, like, a, like I have multiple personality disorder, but you, I don't. <laughs> I, in fact, do not. Um, I, just, I just like to, to just do everything and do anything, and if something interests me, I'm going to do it, and I don't like to, to limit myself in any way. You can catch Sophia and Matt solving the mystery of blood and diamonds Tuesday nights on CBS or wherever you stream these things. And you can help solve the mystery of this podcast by subscribing, spreading the word, and giving us a five-star review. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.